Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? I am bound by the rules today. It is the rules version of the podcast, even though we're recording on Monday, which is a little early. Yes. It's time. We're in a timeless void. (laughs) Also, you're leaving. Not the earth, not life. (laughs) I'm not dead. Just Florida. (laughs) Your dad is gone. Goodbye. Not, not coming back with another dog, hopefully. Well, I know. A, a misunderstood Twitter phrase. Your dad is gone. Your dad will be gone. But not missed. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, cocktail of the week this week. Okay. Do you know what it is? Do you have a guess what's in it? You're, since you just drank some. Gin. It, no, coconut rum. It's coconut, coconut rum. rum. So, building on the theme of last week. A Tom Collins is a classic drink. It's gin, lemon juice, and simple syrup, and then you top it with a little bit of fizzy water. You like fizzy water in cocktails. I like my drinks fizzy always. Uh, So if you replace the gin in a Tom Collins with rum, they call it a rum Collins, but most rum Collins recipes also replace the lemon juice with lime juice because like rum's a little sweeter, and so the lime is a little tartar. And if you have rum and simple syrup and lime juice, that's just a daiquiri. And so it's just a daiquiri with like a classic daiquiri, not the frozen stuff you get that's like red or whatever. Does a daiquiri have fizzy stuff in it though? No. So it's a daiquiri basically topped with a little bit of club soda. But they call it a rum Collins. But it's just, it's the same thing as a daiquiri. Also... A Tom Collins, if you take out the simple or take out the club soda, so you just have gin, lime juice, and sugar. If you put some mint in there, that's a South Side. So it's all these cocktails. We were talking about this last week, right? You're like, there's just a framework. It's all like all you need to do is kind of know like the vague relative proportions of the like bones. fruit juice to liquor to sugar. Yeah. And then you can top it with. Some like club n- soda. Nothing you try with like that would be too terrible. If you took this drink, thing, right? yeah. which has rum, lime juice, simple syrup, and club soda, and you put some mint in there, it's a mojito. Mm-hmm. And if you put champagne instead of the club soda and a couple dashes of bitters, it would be an old Cuban. It's yeah. all the same. It's all the same thing, and it's just... So you're saying the only time you can really mess up a drink is if you get the proportions whack. Like half and half. That doesn't work. I don't know why you're looking at me when you're <laughs> saying these these things. Yeah. So anyway, uh, this, I guess, would be a coconut rum Collins, where I used coconut rum, lime juice, and simple syrup. Top it with a little fizzy water. It's very good. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, whatever it's called, it's good. Also, it's basically the same thing as mojito without the mint. I put a little cherry in there to make it look nice. It confused me with the maraschino cherry. Yep. Makes the whole uh, thing look vaguely pink. It does. Yeah, it does. Anyway, it's pretty good. It's very good. Yep. Uh, I like things fizzy, as you know. Yep. That's like when I'm when we go out for drinks and I'm looking at a cocktail menu, basically I always look at the last ingredient because that's going to tell me if it's like ginger beer, club soda, whatever, because I always, always prefer the fizzy drinks. I know you got like a fizzy maker, but I haven't heard it recently. I don't know if it's because it's so quiet or because you wait till I'm out of the house. I, I made the fizzy water that's in this I made with my soda stream last night. Yeah, I don't hear it. 
You used to have a soda stream where like it sounded like a jet engine being unleashed <laughs> in the kitchen and it was hard to hide. This one's a little quieter, but I also have it like on a in an under cabinet so I like kneel down on the floor to make the bottles of because <laughs> it's like I don't I don't like stuff on the counter as you know. Uh I don't like appliances on the counter. So Yes. We have a lot of counter space or cabinet space here so there's a cabinet that has that in it. We do. Yeah. Very sneaky soda stream. Yeah, you know, I had like an original soda stream and GR dad accidentally like put some of the bottles in the dishwasher and they I mean, melted. I purposely put them in the dishwasher, but I didn't know they'd just melt. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the plastic bottles, like I didn't like because they, even if you hand washed them, like they'd end up smelling weird or they'd take on the smell of the detergent. So there's one model of soda stream that uses glass bottles and that's the one I mm -hmm. got. Uh, they're pretty nice looking bottles. They're great because you can put them in the dishwasher. They get really clean. Yep. They keep nice in the fridge. Uh, yeah, and they look pretty, um, but I just wanted something that like all those plastic bottles in the caps like start would start to smell weird after a while, like no matter what. Plastic, yeah. Yeah, so these are great. Glass bottles. Yeah. Um, Good for your drinks. Fizzy. Yeah, I love having like a cold bottle of that fizzy water like stored in the fridge. I just got to get in the habit of making sure there's a couple in there because uh, that's like real delish. Yeah, I, I got to start knowing how to use it and then I'll I'll make it because my jam is sitting in store laying sto laying That's in true. stores <laughs> I'll teach you how to do it yeah got to be prepared got to have enough hard-boiled eggs got to have enough roasties got to yeah. have enough soda stream soda now oh, that's good I would like that to be on your list I could do that yeah. okay good I have like four, I bought extra bottles so we have like four or five glass bottles so mm -hmm. there's plenty to have in rotation yeah, yeah I'll be like all oh, this one Oh, we have to have two. <laughs> yeah, no, there should always be two, I think, in yeah, the fridge. Yeah. Yeah, can, okay, good. That's the plan. I like this. In this. Yeah. All right, using the podcast to get you done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, uh, on to dog updates. Yeah. Um, St. Patrick, he's a fish. He's official. <laughs> he's not a fish. That's like. He's not a fish. He's Hopper wandered over fish. when you said fish. <laughs> He's a fish. I don't think, uh, I think we made him a fish at the, well, we did at the end of last week after the last podcast. Paper so. signed. Yes. I mean, it was literally like the, the rescue people sent me an email on Friday and they're like, hey, can we have an update on St. Patrick? And I had just sent one on like Tuesday and I'm like, are you asking? Because the day, today is exactly the two week mark where we get to decide if we're keeping him because we're keeping him. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, Mary, who's the oops, who's the foster coordinator, she's like, remember when we talked and you were pretending like you weren't going to keep him? And I was like, I know you're going to keep him. And I'm like, look, I just thought it was proper that I act like I'm not just going to take every single dog that comes through the rescue into my house. Though, obviously, we were going to keep him. I'm feeling like a real failed foster parent recently. It was just fail, fail, fail. Well, you know, we had done, we fail. We didn't try to keep Toby. We were ready for him to go. Four fails. <laughs> I'm holding up my hand. Four finger fails. Four fails. Well, we've had more than that. I mean... But just in the last, like, it seems like month. Well, look, Swizz was a straight-up adoption. We didn't foster Fail. her. No, no, no. She was, she was a straight-up right, adoption. Enough. That doesn't count. And, like, Brody's kind of in the middle because he had a foster, and he went up on the adoption page, and I was like, I want him. And they're like, well, technically, you're fostering Guac, so we'll transfer him so you can foster him, too. But that was... You know, so I guess we could have not kept him, but the theft. idea it there. was almost theft. <laughs> uh, so he's he's sort of an in between. Guac is a failed foster. Guac, the one we want the least, is the one we had the easiest. Guac. <laughs> uh, 
so St. Patrick is doing okay. Those are guac's noises. This is all an example of the cross that we bear. <laughs> uh, I love him so much, but he's such a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> he is, he is a giant, lovable idiot. Yeah. Oh, guac. Uh, so yeah, St. Patrick is doing okay. I I want to be careful that we're not like overstating how great he's doing because he's having a tough time. I mean, it's great that he's doing better and we like to celebrate all of our accomplishments with him, but he has a long way to go to get back to healthy. He's real skinny and he's real frail. Yeah, he's very frail. Um, you know, the, the status is sort of similar to last week. So he, it's very hard to get him to eat and the appetite stimulants helping, like we're still getting calories into him. And he's eating dog food now, like pretty, we get him to eat a can of dog food most days, Yeah. which is not, uh, it's not right. I mean, what we want is him eating a couple cans of dog food and a bunch of kibble and not cheeseburgers. I I go to whatever Wendy's or McDonald's or Burger King and I buy like four or five cheeseburgers every day because he'll most of the time eat those. Um, But he's still, you know, if we feed him too much at one time, he's still throwing up. Uh, and yeah, he's still kind of walking around gingerly. I mean, he's, you know, he's not quite, doesn't seem like he's quite found his feet. No. And, and look, I mean, some of that is like, you know, he's got nerve issues because of the arthritis in his back. Um, but he, you know, we did a weigh in, what was that Thursday of last week? And, uh, then we weighed them again this morning and he weighs the same. So he had gained three pounds over those two weeks that we had him, which is great. Yeah. Um, but he's the same today. Now there's, you know, he could have been having a heavy day then and a light day now, but it's not like he's, you know, really actively gaining it and getting him to eat as hard. Yeah. Um, you know, he's very tired all the time. I mean, he's an old boy yeah. and look, he's very comfortable He's very happy here. Like he wags his tail all the time. He comes up to us for attention and affection. Like he's not withdrawn. He's a he's a happy dog. Like we are giving him Looks everything that he mirror. needs. Yeah, he loves his mirror. Um, you know, he rests here. He's not anxious. Like so, his his life is as good as it can be given his health situation. Um, but when we're sort of celebrating, like he ate this and he gained this weight and like his legs are a little stronger, like that's all good. But I just don't want us to be painting this picture that like, oh, yeah, he was just like, you know, really hungry after, you know, a few months of being astray. And all we have to do is like, you know, feed him for a month or so. And then he's going to be back to normal. Yeah, he's never going to be guac. No, I mean, he's he's never going to be Brody or hops or whatever. I mean, he's two years older than hops ish. Yeah, Uh, he's got a lot of problems that are going to be with him long term, I think. and so, you know, we're doing the thing we do, which is like, make sure he's happy and comfortable. And, and he's still on antibiotics from the tick, tick thing, too. That's going to be another few weeks, right? Yeah, two more weeks of that. Um, so, yeah, he, you know, he's one of these dogs where it's like, who knows how long we're going to have him. I mean, look, with Queso, I was saying the same thing. Like, you know, when we took in Queso, I was like, Maybe three months. Okay, so yeah, maybe six. Dark room and stuff. Yeah, but know. also, I mean, couldn't she couldn't, couldn't really stand up. I mean, she yeah. never could go upstairs, but she couldn't really stand up. Like, her appetite was not great, and it never was awesome. 
uh, you know, though it got better, but she, you know, she wasn't in this situation. Uh, so I thought, you know, six months at the outside and we had her for a year and a half, which is great. Florida saved her life. <laughs> she definitely did better in Florida. Um, I feel like St. Patrick is sort of in that boat. Like I don't expect, you know, we're going to get him healed up and whatever he's nine or 10 and then he's going to make it to 15. I mean, that'd be great. We're going to do everything we can for that. Yeah. He's got some, I mean, he was so, he was so bad. It seems like he took a lot of damage. He was close to dying. Yeah. Um, So we're going to make it as good as possible, but Ingo. It's Quack. Quack and Ingo. Stop Stop these podcast interrupting interactions. You don't need to go back under Uh the table. Uh Uh-huh. See who's, not me under the table. Dick. With the the ball. (laughs) So anyway, so yeah, I mean, he's doing, you know, he's doing good. He's eating... He's, his medicines are doing their thing, you know, he's resting, like he's doing as good as he can. Uh, and I don't want to be like a bummer. I mean, like he's, he's absolutely getting better, but I don't want to be like, oh yeah, he's just, you know, just a just couple three meals away from, yeah, from and super then perfect. Then he'll be running around, uh, you know, he, he's had a tough life and, and he's going to have a good, really fantastic, however much time he has left every day is the best day of his life yeah well that hopefully is true mm-hmm. um but it is a struggle for us every day to make sure he eats and gets everything and like, yeah it's it was like with with riley and queso it's really depressing when they won't eat yeah it's, it's really, really hard. hard i feel like rejection right? <laughs> that's i have my own psychological issues like with it a good jewish grandmother here, i'm offering you love in the form of food <laughs> and you, you're not i don't i don't i can't handle it right now yeah uh but yeah i mean he's doing good you know still eating the appetite stimulants are helping medicine's working so uh we'll see see how it goes uh guac you're a pain in the ass guac but he's fine He hasn't done anything really stupid recently. (laughs) No. (laughs) I love him so much. I just wish he was not so crazy. I wish he would not put the ball three inches from his face and growl at it, which he spends eight to ten hours a day doing. He's supposed to be sleeping 20 hours, and he's actually only sleeping eight, But and he's he's awake for ten hours doing the two inches from my face (laughs) so annoying just move your nose forward and bite the ball (laughs) you do it you do it you do it (laughs) he's a good boy someday you're gonna be a good dog guac someday um everybody else is doing pretty good poor cb is scared of thunder and so you know it's the wet season which means we've got thunderstorms most days there's a thunderstorm that rolls past even if it doesn't rain uh it hasn't been too bad but he does he gets unhappy he's the world's heaviest lap dog i mean he he wants to come (laughs) up on the bed and lie on you because he gets scared and he's 100 pounds still yeah (laughs) it's a lot uh, yeah, 98.4 this morning, so it's true. down 0.2 from the last weigh-in. The trend is good, yeah. Uh, but yeah, if there's thunder, he comes next to the bed and he goes, move, move. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, he can't get up by himself. I mean, if he's really excited, he can, but generally no. So then he puts his front feet up there, and then I have to lift his butt up. So it's like <laughs> so 3 in the morning. you got to get all the way out of bed. You get can't, like, pull him in. No, know? and half the time he's over on Jared Dad's side, so i got to get out of bed, walk all the way around, and then he puts his feet, like, on GR dad and I lift up his butt and then he like 
lays down. Sometimes, sometimes he, he goes. He's yeah. a funny. He's got the funniest noises. He he's does. good when he lays in the middle of the bed, but then sometimes he does like, especially if there's a big clap of thunder, he uh, he crawls on top of Gr Dad. Like he's like, oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> Gets his whole torso up. Yeah. And poor Gr Dad's asleep, and he's just like, oh, <laughs> Brody on me. But you're very nice. You always pet the dogs in I your know. sleep. He's a good boy. Hi, St. Patrick. Nice of you to come over while we podcast. Yeah, this is what we do. Very good boy. Um, Hops and Vink, doing good. Everybody's fine. Hops was in the water literally for two and a half hours today. I felt my feet pruning in sympathy. (laughs) He was, and she was out there just looking down, like, I think, kicking rocks, looking very interested at the little, you know, sand that that kicked up. Oh, we know. She's friends with a parrotfish now. Yeah, that's right. There's a school of like these bright pink parrotfish. There's probably a dozen of them. If you've never seen a parrotfish, they're big fish. I mean, they're not like tuna size, but they're 18 inches. Bigger than your foot, yeah. Yeah. Um, Big, hearty, hefty fish. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and And you can see them often and they'll cruise past and it leaves like these this cool little like wake behind them. And they'll sometimes stop. They'll chew on Hopper's Rock. They've got these big kind of rabbit teeth in the front yeah and they chew on corals and stuff and so they'll go past but they go like right in the shallow part or like like right on the edge six or eight of them yeah maybe maybe more yeah uh but yeah so they were they were going past a bunch uh i guess over the weekend and hops wasn't down there the whole time but at one point she was down there and here they come and she just like watches them and then kind of walks along with them (laughs) she loves fish yeah she loves those and they're i mean that would be very entrancing if you're just standing in there and then these big school of like oh, giant I know. pink fish. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> your dad I also live, loves I live for this stuff. To watch fish. Except I get pruny. I don't think Hops does. Yeah. And I showered her the other day, so she's actually in decent non-matted shape. Yeah, she's very soft. What? There are boats that go by, right? They're like tourist boats where it's, you know, guys who live here who charter boats. And I have seen them drive by and point out Hops. Like... <laughs> Oh, that, that there's that dog that's always here. I think here. you've said that before. Yeah, so she's now part of the local lore. You yeah. Know, there's, oh, there's a golden like uh, you know off Sugarloaf Boulevard. You got wait, wait till you see this dog. We got to make a little sign, <laughs> <laughs> like a, a yard sign that's like her name is Hopper. Say hi. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, everybody's good. And I think that's it for dog updates. Uh, we have yeah. no plans to get any more dogs for the short term. But somebody pointed out there, like, hey, I was listening to old podcasts, and on like episode three, you said five was the most number of dogs you'd have, and also you'd never get an RV. And I was like, well, life changes. Things change in unexpected ways. <laughs> Crazy stuff happens. And I think every month we say, well, we don't want any more dogs. And then, you know, two, three months later, we get another dog. So it is what it is. I was, uh, so I got an email this morning from. Joni, who's the woman who does the artwork for like all the dogs, like you know each. Oh yeah. God, you're so <laughs> annoying, uh, So like uh, you know each of the dogs, like you can get a sticker with the cartoon of the dog. Um, so this woman Joni does that artwork. Uh, she takes commissions, by the way. So if you want a version of your dog that looks like that, just drop me a DM and I'll give you her contact. And so someone had asked me, and I had referred them, and she's like, "Oh, you know, thanks for sending this guy to me. You know, he he's going to have me do some of his dog." Uh, by the way, you know, I saw you got St. Patrick, you know, send his pics over so I can do one of him. And she's like, 
by the way, did you see this old golden in a shelter in like Alabama? Like I would take this dog if I could, but it's really far away. And I was like, we could make it to Alabama. And then I click on a picture and it's this, oh, this like poor old golden looks all skinny and like scared and shaggy. And I'm like, all right, let's find them. And then they were off the shelter page by the time I got there. Usually it's because a golden rescue group comes in. They take the goldens out of the shelters. That's why generally you cannot find a golden at a shelter because every state has a rescue group. I'm going to have to hide the RV keys. But I was like, crap, seven dogs. I'm like, can't say no to that dog. (laughs) 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 So somebody got to him before me, which is great. Um, Better for the world, but still. Yep. Uh, Look, man, Swizz is 15. St. Patrick is frail. What? It's touching your nose, you jerk. We're, we're always an inch away from giving away guac. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could be back down to four anytime. Yeah, guac. <laughs> Stern look. Hmm? Ugh. Uh, but yeah, no plans. To, we've never had... This is our max. We've never had more than six. Oh, we've had six before, too. Mm-hmm. So it's been full squad with six. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, feels fine. Feel does not feel too crowded. Feel or okay. Too hard. It makes going to the bathroom at night more challenging because there are course. in unexpected places. And <laughs> now with you know Chief Brody and St. Patrick, they're white on the white tiles. They're a lot harder to see than the that's true than the real golden. <laughs> well, St. Patrick does sleep in the bedroom. I mean, that's a thing that Queso never did. In the bedroom, in the bathroom. Yeah, he sleeps all Against over. the wall. Yeah, he, he sleeps all He's not really the problem. It's more a combination of everyone else. But yeah. mostly Chief Brody, who, who is invisible against the tiles. And also Lorge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's like a uh, polar bear. If he puts his paws over his black nose, he's invisible. <laughs> so one other, like, vaguely dog-related thing. Um, so we did those angel dog runs in the springs. So they actually were just a couple weeks ago. Um and I was talking to one of the people in Great, the rescue group that we work with in D.C., and Great kind of has two main events in the summer, both of which have been canceled because of COVID, and they bring in a ton of money, um, and that is just gone. And so, you know, one thing that they make very clear all the time is that any dog that comes in, Great will take them you know, it doesn't matter what's wrong with them. You know, the only restriction is if they've bitten a person, you're not, you can't take them in for liability reasons. Um, but if the dog is sick, it doesn't matter. They like Riley, like Riley. Right. So, I mean, Riley, we didn't even know that he was sick. You know, St. Patrick, we knew all this stuff was wrong with him. They take him anyway, but yeah, Riley, you know, they pay all the vet bills for the dogs until they're healthy. Or, you know, we, I eventually was like, look, I want to adopt him and have him you know, be our dog, even though he's not ever going to get better. But normally in that situation, he would just be what they consider a hospice case and they pay all his medical bills. That was like your donation. To yeah, pay. no, that's, that's right. Uh, but his medical bills were tens of thousands of dollars. I mean, he was getting ultrasounds, you know, seeing specialists, a lot of really advanced care, and they pay for all of that. Now, he's a more expensive case, yeah. but... You know, a lot of the dogs that we have in need, you know, really serious dental care. They have, you know, Lyme disease. They will, you know, they'll get fixed. So there's often surgeries and stuff. So it's, it's usually a couple thousand dollars at least for at least most the, of the dental. Dogs. Yeah, that's always a thing. Yeah, dental things. and getting fixed. I mean, we do for almost every dog. Yeah. Um, Poor so anyway. Sizzle had twenty six teeth pulled. Yeah, I mean, she needed a ton of medical care right before. 
Yeah, she, she came out. to us kind of banged up, but she was so much worse before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she spent, I think, a couple of weeks at the vet hospital before she could even come to us. Yeah. So losing out on all the summer fundraisers is a lot. And so I was, you know, they were talking about what can we do? And I said, well, let's do another one of these virtual races. But instead of it being like, you know, one that we do where it's like we kind of do it at cost and, and I handle everything, um, we'll do it all through the rescue group. So uh, we're doing a, so the race is sort of on around the 4th of July and we've got a little like flag themed medal. It has the cartoons of Guac and Chief Brody and Swizzle, which we've never had on a medal before. Uh, I think they're the only dogs who haven't. Ha- I mean, St. Patrick hasn't, obviously, but um, all Chief the other. Brody's is a cute cartoon because he's got such a big head. They're so cute. Uh, so all three of them are on the medal. And so there's a few different levels. So you can get the medal, and I think it's like 35 bucks if you get the medal. There's an option that just has a sticker. The sticker also comes with the medal. And there's one where you can just sign up and like print out a bib. I think it's like 10 bucks. Um, so all of none of that's going through us. Like I put the pages together, but it all goes directly into the PayPal account for Great, the rescue group. Um, and Great. It's yeah. kind of like Tony the Tiger. Yeah. That's right. Golden Retriever Rescue Education and Training. Uh, <laughs> Basically, we just save golden retrievers and affiliated dogs. Uh, Questionable, like St. Patrick. <laughs> they said it was a golden doodle. I think it was mm-hmm. his eyes. And the the intake coordinator saw that picture of his sweet, sweet eyes and was like, okay, fine. You're now a golden <laughs> retriever. Um, but anyway, so we're we're kind of helping, you know, run this. So I have a, I'm like the social media coordinator for the rescue group. Um, and this is a I little, I don't know why personally <laughs> maxed out on Instagram accounts. <laughs> yeah. If I, I get the password to the Instagram for the rescue group, I'm like switching it it's all up to now. Get yourself another account. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is a thing that we're doing to kind of help make up for those big fundraisers that we're missing. So I'll, I'm going to keep boosting the tweet, but you can also, you can find it in our timelines, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you'll see the cute excuse me, see the cute metal design and you can click through there. Um, if you, and that we, you know, we have merch like always, I mean, it's just like the races that we put on, except it's all through, you know, the great PayPal. I set up greats. Yeah. I set them up their own, uh, spread shirt store. Um, and then you also, that we, a while ago set up a golden ratio fund at great. So if you go to the great website, which is great.org, like under donate, there's a golden ratio fund, which isn't, it doesn't go to anything in particular, but it's like for people who are coming through us, if you want to donate, you can do it that way. Um, you know, there's a ton of, ton of things that need money now. And also people don't have a lot of money, so we're not trying to push it really hard. But if you need a little race to get you motivated in the next month, this is, you know, kind of on par with what other virtual races cost. Cause I've been signing up for a bunch of those. And you get a cute medal with the dogs. Maybe round out your collection of dog medals. And uh, yeah, so that's the thing we're doing. And as we've discussed, I think at least on the running podcast, probably here too, like having a race on the horizon does motivate me to run, right? If I don't have a race, it's much more likely that I will blow off running. Yep. If I have a race, it's just like a slight motivation to that day every day go out a little bit and do something 
That's right. And this one's virtual. So, you know, we kind of targeted it at the 4th of July just because like that's normally like we normally have a barbecue for the rescue group around then, which we can't do this summer. Um, but it doesn't have to be then. So if you're like, oh, I really need a few more weeks of training than that. Like, that's cool. You can totally do that. Uh, do it whenever you want to do it. Yeah. Get, still going to medal. So uh, we're hoping people will get in their metal pre-orders kind of within the next week so then we can order a big batch. We'll still, like, if you get order them later, we'll still do it, but there may be a delay because, you know, we'll order extras, but we'll, we may have to order some more to get printed. Are you going to be stuffing envelopes for this no. thing? No. Am I going to be stuffing envelopes for this thing? That was really my question. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Excellent. I feel like my lifetime of envelope stuffing has been fulfilled. They'll be in six months. You'll be back on the way. I know. I know. Because um, you know, there's fun projects. But I, I was emailing with like the president of the rescue, and then you know, a couple other board members about this, and they're like, one of them's like, so how do we ship all this? And I'm like, you guys should figure that out. I'm happy to help with <laughs> logistics, but maybe one of you should have a shipping party, and, and I will. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm like. I'm not having all these metals shipped to my house and stuffing envelopes. Stay again. strong, man. I I no. don't want to do this. They're they're all good with it. The the adoption person is like, yeah, I'll have a you know a stuffing party at my house because I think they normally do like a, a silent auction at one of these events, which they're not going to be able to do. And so they have, I think she has people over and they make the little baskets for the silent auction. Aww. So instead, she'll have some people over. And they'll stuff envelopes. So I'm going to be like, order these envelopes and I will have the metal sent to your house and the stickers. And here's how you cut stuff up. I'm like, I will print all the labels for you. No, you don't. Want. This is. Oh, That's okay. No, no. And then I'm what, just going to send like a packet. bad. No, no. I'm not. I'm not stuffing. I'm sending the metals to Virginia. The state of Virginia. You don't need to do jack on this. Look, I'm helping. You're, you're the idea person on this one. You're the idea person. <laughs> big picture, big picture. It's community service. I, I should put it on my resume. printing anything. <laughs> uh, I know, but I've got like that thermal printer that prints off a roll that makes it a lot easier. You don't, have, you don't have to do anything. Don't tell me what to do. That way lies madness. You don't tell me what to do. Well, that's true. That's the best way to get you to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyway, there you go. That, it's called the Great Golden Summer 5K. Uh, and it's on all of our socials. And I'll I'll kind of retweet it once a week just so people know about it. Yep. Happy Pride Month. We did a good pride picture today. Yep. That was Everyone nice. Everyone was somewhat under control. They usually... So I was telling someone, I'm like, normally the group shots are like when they happen to all be together. Like... I'm in the kitchen. That's why so many are in the kitchen, because like yeah. I'm in the kitchen, they all come in the kitchen. Porch, kitchen, where you where you're sitting or standing. Yeah, yeah, often where the food is. And I'll just take the picture when they're all together. It's very rare that I try to get them all together for a picture because it they don't want to do it. And so today I was like, look, we gotta do a pride picture. I got got everything set up. I'm like, okay, I just need to get them to sit in front of the pride flag. For like 10 seconds, I had the camera all set up and everything. We get him, and you know, St. Patrick doesn't know how to take pictures yet, right? So I'm like, oh, he's just going to start walking away right away. So I got to get everybody in position. And then I'm like, please just stay there for a second. And they all just stood there. It was usually just, the ratio between, usually it's in like an iceberg, right? The, the picture 
requires about 20 minutes of wrangling. Yeah. It's, <laughs> Somebody gets you know, up and walks away. Vank will have to go pee and then, you know, Hops will fall asleep and, you know, or roll on her back. Oh, or she something. gets really emo where yeah. she'll like try to walk. She knows to sit and stay. <laughs> oh my God. And then some, you know, it'll be like, we're trying to get Swizz into place because she's not obedient. <laughs> and then Hops is going to get up and I'll be like, Hops, no, sit down. And then she'll like lay down and roll over on her back. Like she's and like, been kicked, right? Yeah. So it's like saying no to her is the worst thing in the world. That's yeah. why she's laying down in a lot of like the weird group pictures because she's like, oh, I just wanted to walk away. And I'm like, Hops, just sit. And she's like, oh God, okay, I'm going to lay down and okay, flip over and die. you don't love me anymore? Okay, fine, I'm done. Uh, but they were really good. Like shockingly, they yeah. stood there and I got to take a bunch of pictures it today. Really, it, was really, it was in the morning. I don't think they were quite as amped up. If you did yeah. it now, they'd have more kinetic energy. Maybe. Uh, so anyway, that was good. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for dog updates. Yeah. You want to give us a German word of the week? Um... Yeah, I was going to do Flitzer, but that's uh, a person who runs under the football pitch naked. <laughs> like a streaker? Yes. Flitzer. Flitzer. With a PF, like Flitzer? No, just F. Flitzen means, umflitzen means like to sp- sprint around, oh. to like zoom around. That's a good word. Flitzen. Flitzer. Yeah. But then I was going to, that's like a little frivolous. So it's not a very long German word either. So the, new, the word that they're using now in the Bundesliga is Geisterspiel. I think I may have mentioned this. Ghost player? Ghost games. Because there's ghost no, games. no oh, audience, yeah. right? So it's in front of ghosts. It's just vacant. Geisterspiel. Geisterspiel. Yeah, Geist is ghost. Yeah. yeah. Geisterspiel. That's good. I like it. Well, it sounds more spooky than it is, really. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it's kind of eerie being in one of those stadiums and then, like, no people. Yeah. Some South Korean, I think the baseball league was putting in, like, mannequins that could have been sex dolls dolls. they got (laughs) in trouble for that yeah they didn't really they called them mannequins or dolls Mm -hmm. (laughs) at least they all had masks on some one of the leagues is using paper cutouts somewhere maybe italy paper cutouts it rains i think a problem (laughs) and then i think we were watching the australian footy game yeah and i think they were piping in crowd noise from a different game oh maybe in the broadcast right it seemed like there was yeah, like there noise. were a few fans there, but not many. No, I don't. They like they had like some one skybox or something available yeah. or something. Yeah. I love you, Australian fans, but man, is Australian football a strange sport? Aussie rules is pretty random. Yeah, it's it's a real it's yeah. its own thing. I mean, at least I understand it, right? Like I watch it, I'm like, okay, I get you know, you explain X, Y, and Z rule, and I'm like, okay, I generally get what's going on here. Freaking cricket, man! I have watched hours and hours of cricket thinking like i understand baseball certainly i can just watch this cricket for a while and understand what's happening no freaking clue i think you just haven't had it explained right i i mean i sit there and it's like okay they're doing this thing i sort of know and then all of a sudden people start running i'm like you're in you're not in the part where people are supposed to run to except i mean obviously they are but it does not make any sense to me and then i think like the guy who's throwing the ball like throws it real crappy but apparently it's real good and then the ones i think are real good are actually real crappy it's like baseball people run at all kinds of weird times i'm like what what just happened that you're allowed to run now baseball with two bases right the runner and the pitcher they're each on a base there's only two bases so you got to run back and forth and the wicket is the strike zone Uh uh-huh so if you hit the wicket you win as a pitcher you're trying to hit through you're trying to get the ball and knock 
the wicket off the three. There's like three pieces of wood. No, we're, this is boring podcast. We're not right, anyway, about this now. It's just like baseball. It's absolutely not just like baseball. It is absolutely not. The I don't know cooler. how you score. I don't want you to tell me. Same way. <laughs> That's not true. Guys run around out in the outfield like I don't know what they're doing. They're running back and forth out there at weird times. I don't understand. And then people will cheer, and I'll be like, what the hell? Nothing happened. I think you're overthinking I'm it. I'm sitting here. I'm watching. Nothing's happening. And everybody started cheering at once. So something happened. Who knows? Maybe Who they were piping in crowd noise again. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, footy's weird. Cricket. I, I'm not going to say cricket's weird. I'm just going to say I don't understand it at all. Anyway, let's do some conk life. Yeah. Man shot in the head with a flare gun. <laughs> It's a rash. It's two now flare gun two incidents. Two flare gun incidents. A 45-year-old marathon man was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries early Saturday after being shot in the head with a flare gun. <laughs> the victim was found in the Kmart parking lot. This is right by our vet. You know that Kmart. Yeah. Yeah. At 3.50 a.m., bleeding from the head. He declined to press charges against Smoking the suspect. from the head from yeah. the flare gun. The sheriff's office is still investigating. A witness said he saw the suspect shoot the victim twice with a flare gun in the brass monkey, that funky Funky monkey monkey bar parking lot, the brass monkey bar parking lot. The witness stated the victim and the suspect were fighting. All right, so they're fighting. Dude pulls out his flare gun and pops him twice in the head. So you have to shoot, unload, reload, cock the thing, and shoot again. (laughs) Suspect matching the witness's description was found on Sombrero Beach Road. I ran there today. But the witness declined to positively identify that the suspect was the suspect. I didn't know. I know nothing. A flare gun containing one spent flare cartridge and three to five live flare... Oh, and three live flares, a bloody hat, and five cans of alcoholic beverage were all found at the bar parking lot and were taken into evidence. A bloody hat. That's bad. The victim remained uncooperative during the investigation. He was taken to Fisherman's Hospital. The investigation remains ongoing. I think the only one of these stories we've read where someone was not taken to jail. Yeah, because because the guy's like, nothing happened. Nothing. It's fine. Nothing. I'm nothing. fine. <laughs> nothing. Sir, your head's on fire. No, 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 it's not. I don't know what happened. That's not mine. <laughs> that's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> were, were, there, were there any full, beer, full beers left? No, that, that's not mine. <laughs> Yeah, just five cans of alcoholic beverage. Were they full cans? Were they empty cans? Where's the sixth? Mm-hmm. Good question. Used it to put Ingo. out the fire on his head. <laughs> well, unlike with the chicken, I'm not going to do more investigation. Uh, chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Coon. <laughs> Becky. Or, or Becky. Or Becky. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Oh, that's such good advice to your dad. I know, I came up with that. Oh, no, oh, that's what you always say. Oh, okay, well, it's good advice. Uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.